I know I complain about Twitter a lot. Yeah. But the notion of you sending me a Twitter link that is just someone like badly quoting an article that they link to. And then it has just like the worst people in the world commenting underneath it. I am so lost on that whole thing. I don't understand. I think that's kind of the peak internet is if you can have a tweet that's about an article that seems like it's like 80% could be fake. Yeah. But it's something that pleases me. So I get excited about it and I have to distribute. <laughs> I was thinking about that. The, the source is just some no name. Yes. Like horror movie <laughs> website. That saw yeah. tens coming. Alert and Twitter. <laughs> I do feel like I see articles like that all the time. They're like, these five stars you love are in a movie together. And it's like, there's no details, no idea when it's going to come out. This is absolutely not happening. <laughs> it says promoted. But Saw 10 is going to happen. I feel confident about that. Well, sure, dude. We got to figure out what happens with mm. Tobin. Are there any, Carly, reach into your bag of Saw knowledge. No. Are there any loose ends that they need to tie up? Oh, every single end is a loose end. No. I thought you were going to ask me to name a character, and I can't possibly do that. Oh, I couldn't do that either. Uh, yeah. Dr. Carrie Elways, <laughs> who is also Jigsaw, who is also uh. fighting Jigsaw. <laughs> God. Mm. What do you think the tone's going to be for Saw 10? As long as we're talking about Saw 10. Uh, I guess it depends on if it's directed as by the same guy... As the is that Jigsaw? Just saw, as Jigsaw, yeah. right, right, right. Who would you want to direct it? And is it Wingard? It could be. I for a second, my brain broke, and I thought that Wingard directed yeah. Jigsaw. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, it would totally make sense to me. I'm yeah. just down for that tone in general. I think that's fun. Okay, okay. Pillows on the windows, a movie podcast about film. Yeah. Hi, Carly. Hey. Uh, as I was telling you, I fell asleep before this podcast and nothing is more disorienting than waking up at like 630 at night with like people talking outside your window and like, like having eaten pizza (laughs) after eating a whole lot of Papa Murphy's terrible, disgusting pizza (laughs) on a hot spring afternoon. (sighs) That honestly sounds awful. I also think that the feeling you get like anytime you eat a salty food like that and then yes. you take an evening nap, that is awful. Yes. Yeah. You can feel the sodium just like pouring <laughs> through your veins, just like awful, constricting awful. your blood. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that, Carly. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about anime. Yeah. Oof. Oh, oh, like good oof. Like oof. No. No? No. Okay. Ocean Waves is our latest Ghibli film we watched. You you don't yeah. you don't sound very excited here, Car. So I like this is the first one that I got like actively exhausted by. It's funny because it's like fifty minutes long. I know, but it's just so nothing. Okay. And I was kind of excited for this one. It's a okay. coming of age, if you will. Yeah, okay. Carly loves coming of age films. I do. I'm, and I would say like the first 15 minutes I was excited about and then I was just ugh. Okay. I couldn't do it. Okay. I don't know. I actually really like this one. Oops. 
Okay, you need to give me the reasons why, because maybe I just wasn't geared in. Okay. A, the fashion. Wow. Oh, his wow. outfit's amazing. Oof. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two. Mm. It might have just been the fashion car. Uh, I don't know. I liked just the mood, the aesthetic. I liked it as a piece of art made in 1993 about life in 1993. You know, this yeah. the most nostalgic year, basically, right now, but happening then. Yeah. It's really interesting to me. It's like, this is not vaporwave because vaporwave doesn't exist because irony doesn't exist yet. <laughs> but this is vaporwave. <laughs> they just didn't know it yet. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And that's awesome to me. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I thought I just think the core relationship at the center here is interesting enough to get your hour long TV movie out of, I guess. I don't think so at all. Okay. Like, that's, I think, what I really didn't like about it is I don't like any of these characters and I don't like how mm. they interact with each other. They are very unlikable. Super unlikable. And it like multiple times during the movie, I had to I did like a test of myself that was like. <laughs> Okay, if this was happening and if it was live action, would I feel different? And I was like, no, it would yeah. be a million times worse. Right. Like, this gets away with so much stuff because it's not live action. Yes. And that works with some of the other movies we've seen because they're in, like, this magical fantasy world or whatever. But this is just, like, people interacting with each other in alien ways that, like, none of them feel fleshed out at all. At all all okay. and it's just like what are we watching just like a cardboard person talking to a girl who cries a lot i don't know um yeah i guess i can't defend it but i felt there was more to it than just that but i felt like there was more to it than that at the very beginning okay. i liked when it seemingly was like this dude loved his friend a lot mm -hmm. and i mm -hmm. thought that was mm -hmm. gonna be it mm -hmm. and then it like it lost that love for triangle, most of the movie instead. it's a love triangle Exactly. Like, yeah. I would love a story about, like, these teenage boys, like, struggling to maintain a friendship during yeah. high school. That is, but, yeah. that is what it's about. They just don't focus on that at all. That's just, like, the framing device. That's, like, the, the reason to go to Tokyo with this girl. Right. Stuff. And bringing a girl in as the reason for it breaking down is the most unoriginal and boring way to do it. Sure. Yeah. Yes. There, this movie is like peak letterboxed. I think these two main characters are gay energy. Uh, besides the next movie we'll talk about. Um, I kind of thought they were, honestly, yeah. at the beginning. I, yeah. Like, the way, the amount of affection that he had for his friend was really, really sweet. And it was like, I'm happy for whichever way this goes. This is lovely. And then, yeah, yeah it's just like, <laughs> this girl is treating me poorly, but I have the hots for her. And it's yeah. just like, what are we doing? Oh, I like that last scene, though. I don't know. I, yeah, it, the it last scene is really nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually really, really liked the reunion scene. I think there's a really unique energy to that that I really yeah. appreciated um, where it's like all these people and they don't even spend any time in the movie with these people. But it has that same energy, I think, is actually going to a reunion and seeing people, you know, who have changed in like the last 10 years and like dealing with that all at once because they're all in this room together and it's just chaos. That That's true. 
I like that a lot. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. I just like the scene where he's looking out at the ocean or the bay and there's yeah. a boat. And it's like, yes. And he's got his like old timey, but it wasn't old timey to him, but his <laughs> stereo and stuff. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. There's some good vibes. Honestly, I don't know if this is an unfair categorization, but like whenever the gal is not in the picture, it feels better. I just don't like her character and I don't think I like how her character is written. And I think maybe that's the downfall here. That's fair, Car, because that's all this movie is. So if you don't like that, it's not going (laughs) to. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to do much for you. No. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I thought the art was good. I liked looking Mm -hmm. at it. Like, you know. This is neither only yesterday or Totoro, you know, like it's this third variant of the Ghibli style, but I thought it worked pretty well with the like kind of very cartoony faces, but I feel like everything else is way more realistic than usual. And I think that worked Mm -hmm. pretty well. And I did like the cool transition thing. That was really fun. Yeah. Which is hard to, I guess, put into words kind of where it's like boxed in. It's doing like a little manga panels or something i don't know what was going on there it truly feels like (laughs) i just feel like that's a sort of imagery that everyone absolutely loves now and this was like however many years ago sure it's like putting your fake uh uh polaroid border yes totally yep yeah that's why we love ocean waves yeah Hmm. next up is the raccoon movie car are you excited i don't know anything about that it's about raccoons. I like or raccoons. Tanookis, I guess. I make a lot of friends with raccoons when I'm on my runs. Uh, what what else have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to do our other ones? Of course. Okay. Clockwork. Which one should we do first? Oh, I totally forgot about Justice. Do you want to talk about Justice real quick? Yeah, I just finished that. Okay. That was craziness. It is craziness the entire time. It's <laughs> relentless, you could say. It's like a Harmony Corinne movie, but real, but fake. <laughs> yes, no, that's completely right. Yeah, it was like this combination of so many feelings about this. Like yeah. it so badly made me want to go to a concert. Okay. And like experience live music again. True. It made me hate them. Yes. It made me feel so bad for so many people involved. Yes. And then it's like the whole thing of like, God, maybe no one should be famous in any capacity because <laughs> this just seems like a terrible thing for everyone. But it's so interesting to me not to keep this uh, theme going, but this is like just on the cusp of smartphones. Sure. Yeah. So it's like this last, very last gasp of this. Yeah. We're, of course, talking about Across the Universe, the Justice uh, tour documentary they made for their North American tour in 2008, um, which came with the live album, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's just this insane view of America as they just, like, (laughs) do illegal things for an hour (laughs) with this awesome bus driver and this... Such a good (laughs) bus driver. Really not awesome tour manager... Yeah. Who loves shopping for guns? 
And bringing them into like what, like pancake places yeah. or something. Yeah. And there's just so many shots of him just like whipping out his gun. <laughs> yeah. Just like waving it around. It's craziness. And he's like, it, <laughs> go ahead. Call it him. just feels so cinematic. Like yeah. the bus driver should be played by Sam Elliott. You get <laughs> yeah. some bonkers person to play the tour manager. Like, yeah. He can make his voice go the lowest Guinness World Record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, as a piece of art, I really like it. I don't think it's a great movie. I think it could be even shorter than it was. I was fine. Like, it's just such a vibe that, yeah. like, I was completely fine with the length and would have been fine with it being a little bit longer. It kind of feels like a proto vlog or something. Like, yeah. It, yeah. the earliest version of person just putting together a bunch of footage. Like, it feels totally right that I watched this on YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's exactly how I found it, because it's like, where yeah. else are you going to watch this thing? Yeah. And it almost feels better that way, because it's, like, even grainier and, like, yes. my spacey <laughs> to be watching yeah. this thing. Um, yeah. Cara, how much of this do you think is fake? Oh, I, I guess I'm naive. I didn't think any of it was. I don't know. I mean, they get arrested. Well, did they not get arrested? No, I don't know. Like, I, I assume that's real, but they could have, oh. like, I don't know. Well, I'm sure, that, like, there's also the component of it that, like, anytime you put a camera on someone, they're probably going to behave different. So, like, all yeah. of the many, 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 many gratuitous shots of women in their underwear. Sure. Like, I'm sure they were like, oh, there's a documentary being made. That's fun. You know what I mean? Like, Justice, they're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make sure to shoot this woman puking and, like, being in a oh, dangerous state of affairs. That was dark. Yeah, there's, like, several moments in this that are deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, when he smashes the bottle over that guy's head? Yeah. Christ, what is yeah. happening? I don't know. I, that tour manager, I could not be in a room with that guy for, like, more than <laughs> oh, <no>. five seconds. <laughs> that guy would probably kill you within five seconds, yeah. Just such this a so crazy. There's a very dangerous vibe through this whole thing. <laughs> but then it's just like them on the bus farting or something, you know, yeah. just like shirtless dudes farting. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> I guess they are pretty cool. Hmm. It did make me want to listen to their music. Yeah, I like their music. Uh, yeah. I like how all the music in this movie is just like completely blown out, like unlistenable. <laughs> just people. I love the dude in the crowd in the very front of the crowd. And he's just having yes! like a like a religious moment while the song yeah. is playing. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So many people extremely high and extremely drunk <laughs> yep. and just like doing whatever. This is the only way they will remember any of this is through this movie. <laughs> That's true. Love it. God. So it just feels so divorced from reality <laughs> right now. Like this feels yeah. impossible. Oh my God. Can yeah. you, I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. they were lying about being rich in order to look at houses, right? That's what was happening there. I guess so. I truly didn't get that. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. That seems like yeah. a really good way to spend a day is to just go look at LA mansions. Cause that's true. The realtor thinks you're, they're like, Oh yeah. Eight, 10 million. That's eight to 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't good. have eight to 10 million dollars. Yeah. Justice. I thought it was cool how you don't, I'm glad I didn't have to learn anything about them or their personalities or the music or <laughs> anything. Because you got it immediately. Like, well, and just like it wasn't even about that at all. It was yeah. just like it, 
This felt like a good document about what it's like to be on tour with a certain type of band. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is more interesting to me than like, here's how we wrote this song. Oh, yeah. Where it's like them like nodding their heads in the studio or something. Right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. No. That's not yeah. what this is at all. No. That's, it's better for it. Yes, absolutely. I like just meeting all the fans and they're just like yeah. five seconds of some dude going, yeah, I love justice. And then it's <laughs> It's so weird to me because it's like, I can't tell if, like, there were several times when it was people saying, like, I love Justice. And it was like, I can't tell if they're just saying that because. Because Justice is interviewing Yeah, right. Where it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't always feel believable, I guess. No. And I think that's the, I think that's the point. Yeah. It's like this, this, uh, they're telling you a story and you can either believe it or not. Yeah. Did you... Like, where are they now? Do we know? Mm, they put one more album out after that, and then I have no idea what happened to them. Okay. And I never listened to that second album. But I thought, it, I, heard, I I think it was good. Okay. I'm just going to make quality claims about things I've never experienced. <laughs> it was pretty good. I guess, yeah, I just hope they're living a healthy lifestyle. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're absolutely not doing that. They could. I feel like these types of, or like you hear about so many like musicians like this who just sober up at like 35 or something. Sure. I don't know. They stop kissing the cross before every concert. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. Yeah, it was just always something I wanted to see and it was a fun time. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Easter Sunday morning, sitting down and watching across the universe. (laughs) Did you actually? Yeah. Oh, God. Good stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we have one more car. We do. Clock Watchers. Clock Watchers. A movie I'd never heard of before you brought it up. Thanks, John Early. Can we do like our uh, bingo uh, card? Everybody get out your... Uh, <laughs> is it bingo? Yeah, bingo card. <laughs> the, this Nitro Cold Brew is not doing its job, car. <laughs> oh, no. Um, great cast. That's like yes. uh, two rows down, th- three rows over. It's like middle sure. row. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was okay. That's like the free it space. It was in the more middle. than okay. <laughs> okay. That's another one. <laughs> we love Tony Collette. We really, I, truly, I like do love, love, love. Tony Collette so much and she was so freaking adorable in this movie mm-hmm. her manners mannerisms and the way that she carries herself she's just such a gosh darn cutie in this movie Aww. it's so nice <laughs> I really really like her oh. so much she's so good you know who was not a cutie hmm. that Parker Posey she's a okay. bad gal if you want another bingo square, those clothes. Oh my god, oh the my clothes. God, seriously. Oh my that like corduroy dress. Oh my god, so fun. Car. Yeah. This is like fourth down, <laughs> fifth over, okay? Mm-hmm. Great soundtrack. I don't even remember now. Okay, that's another one. That's the middle. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, as you know, I knew nothing about this movie, so I, of course, did some letterbox diving after, after I had seen it and a lot of office space comparisons. Um, yeah. 
didn't make any sense to me that comparison. This is a completely different movie. As far as I'm I like maybe 15 minutes and thought like, oh, is this the office space that we never heard about? Because it's not like because it's good dudes and yeah, because <laughs> it's smart and good. But it really and like I also was wondering, like as I was watching this, it truly I cried a couple times and like it wow. just was I don't know. These people were so um, what's the right word? not engaging like i felt very invested in them sure. i guess um and i was like am i being crazy being or am i in like a weird mood or something yeah. and no then i looked at the letterbox as well and other people had a similar reaction so i felt good about that and i think that's maybe another difference between this and like an office space or something like they're yeah. both about how corporate life is hell but this really feels like it has a lot of heart behind it Office space is so much more. It's about. I think this movie is kind of about learning how to deal with the realities of that Mm. in a way where office space is about like destroying it or conquering it somehow or like figuring it out, um, like solving the puzzle. Right. Whereas I feel like Tony Collette at the end of this movie kind of solves the puzzle, but just by kind of like, I don't feel like she really changes much over the course of the movie. No, she solves it by kindness. Like, yeah. what a nice end to it. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I really, really love the ending of this movie. But that's not something that would happen in office space where a character is like, oh, I figured it out. I have to be nice to people. That's not what right. office space is about. Yeah. <laughs> it's about taking a printer out back and smashing it while rap music plays. Yeah. That doesn't feel like clock watchers to me, Car. No. Question for you, Car. Mm-hmm. I completely lost the plot on what was going on with Lisa Kudrow's character. Could you I don't I have no idea what was happening with that character for like I think most days. of it was she is an aspiring actress. Yeah. She tells it seems like there's a repeat lie that she tells that she got a part in something. Yeah. Um and she, she never actually does. And then she like says that she's pregnant, but she's not also. Okay. And I think that's kind of most of it, right? We hate Lisa Kudrow. No, she's so good oh, in this. Oh, we love Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> no, she's so good in this. Yeah. I was like blown away by her. No, everybody's good. But uh, yeah, it's true. Can I throw a criticism at your way? Car? That's not Please. really a criticism because I'm not. It's not something I think the movie could do better. I just thought it was too. It was really clever and cute, this movie, but Mm -hmm. in a way that was kind of distracting for me where I never really felt like I could fully. Like embrace it in a way, Mm -hmm. I always felt some distance when I was watching. Like, I think it's a really good movie. Uh, It's really interesting. And I think the characters are uh, the right type of characters. For this type of movie like i felt mm-hmm. these are the characters i would want to hang out with in this movie but i never felt fully immersed in where it was trying to take me i guess do you think it's partially because of how it looks i think that's part of it because it is very kind of self-aware kind of shot in a way where it's almost kind of like spike jonesy where it's like Mm -hmm. what's a weird way we could take this office environment and portray it on the screen and some of that's really cool i like i love so much 
the shot of at the very beginning when the guy gets the drink from the water cooler and then he like looks through the water cooler, but his head Mm -hmm. inverts. I love that a lot. Yeah. But that's not that's one of those things where it kind of takes me out of the movie because it's like, oh, that's really clever. I'm watching a movie. And that's a problem. Yeah. Like, I really love how this movie looks. And I like absolutely. As I mentioned, like I felt so connected to it the entire time but if there was something that like it's pretty easy i guess for me to identify that that could take you out of it you know what i mean and even like things that aren't necessarily like a clever shot it's just like oh this is beautifully composed or this is just very nice to look at yeah and like that's sort of being held up against the idea that like these women are living in or working in a like fishbowl hell sort of thing yeah it almost has a kaufman-esque uh, uh, I don't know. It it really takes that uh, concept to logical extremes where it's just like, I'm trying to think of like the right comparison, but it's just, it's just like Kafka-esque almost, you know, where they're like, yeah, sure. Just escalating these terrible desk environments for them to work yeah. in. And then the mom from that 70s show is like the worst person on earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, I had like a moment of like, I hate, hate, hate open office spaces. And then it was like one of those like, oh, is this why? Is this why they do this to us so that we don't like steal stupid office supplies or something? Oh, my God. It's disgusting. I mean, I hate it so much. Open office design is generally frowned upon, right? Isn't that the the going concern or no? I think everyone does it. Like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I have worked in multiple now and it's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. Well, when everybody's (laughs) coming back from their staycation, everybody's taking. That's what you call the last year. (laughs) You guys back from your staycation or whatever. (laughs) Don't even get me started. Uh, Are they just, I assume they're just going to throw everybody in a pit. Just like, uh, in this movie and just be like, yeah, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. No and I I don't know. I thought like it, it did it balanced the Parker Posey character really well, I thought, yeah. where it's like <clears throat> you're constantly I mean she's very like corrosive or something. Like you're constantly yes. either on her side because it's clear that things aren't going well for her and she has a lot of good points about stuff you know what i mean but it's also that type of person that's just like difficult to be around because they're the only one bringing up the negative stuff and therefore they're constantly like just framing things around the negative stuff um but yeah like my heart absolutely broke when no one stood up for her and like yeah i don't know i really thought that character was super engaging and she's kind of out of the movie at that point right like we don't really Come back around. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Carly? <laughs> Hello? Hello? I can see my meter moving, so I know I'm talking. Uh-oh. Carly? What do you mean? <laughs> there's such a delay, and I can't tell if it's because you're just like thinking about what i'm saying or if there's a delay that time i kind of took a sip of Lacroix. okay i was just asking because there's that scene where parker is kind of uh 
she has a bad day at work and then she goes away. And I was just wondering if she, if that character ever comes back, if there's any arc after that, I didn't remember. It didn't seem like it. Well, she gets like escorted out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so she got fired. Uh, and then Tony Collette gets her recommendation. Right. But there's never a elsewhere. scene where they're like at a skate park or something. And Parker's like, man, <laughs> no, but I kind of want <laughs> yeah I would be down for like a spin-off series or something with Parker posing now but no I don't think so Tony Collette shows up for one episode and she's like mm, I like working <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet oh and all the stuff with her dad I think is really nice and interesting and yeah yeah very good I'm with you car yeah I looked up this director's other films and it doesn't seem like people like them at all. And there's only like two of them. Oh, really? I didn't check. One of them has like a very low <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> Fargo ripoff, but set in Kenosha, Wisconsin or something. Really? Yeah. Because she was born in Madison, I guess, or raised in Madison. The director. Okay. That's actually interesting. I do get some Midwestern sensibilities there. Of course. Tony Collette's character feels very Midwestern to me. That's very mean. You know what seemed That's broke not. my heart? She's nice. The part where uh, that 70s show mom is like your hem is falling or something. Yeah. And then she has to staple her hem or whatever was happening. I didn't even yeah. understand what was happening. But I was still very sad because of that. Yeah, that was very sad. She looks so despondent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of an office having just a supply dude. I do too. I kind of want to, like, I was just thinking about, like, if in terms of jobs that I feel could be, I know it's actually like anyone who's actually in this sort of position, which is probably just like executive assistants have a terrible, terrible time at work and aren't paid enough and everything. But if all of that was not true, that sounds kind of nice. Okay. I think I got the gist there out yeah. of your uh, your leftist screed. You just well, I just I me. really like I feel like these type or those types of positions are like the lowest valued at like corporate offices and stuff, and that sucks. But. Oh yeah, because you could replace it with a Google Sheets or something. Like it's not. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> we got Jeff Bezos on the line. <laughs> well, no, but I've worked at places where there's just a dude who stands there all day, and then somebody's like, yeah. "Can I have a pair of gloves?" Like, what are we doing? Oh, that sounds relaxing. I guess so. Yeah, and they're always like super protective of their stuff. It's like <laughs> you have to be. Come on, that's your job. Yeah, a Google sheet can't be protective of anything, including <laughs> unless your you data. protect it. Yeah, very good. Clock watchers, car. Not to uh, throw you under the bus here, but uh, was this a Please case do. of uh, changed score on Letterboxd? Mm. No, 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 mm, no. I, and I knew the people would come at me for this. I knew they would. <laughs> Can we roll back? Uh, I'm going on archive.org slash letterboxd.com slash Carly. <laughs> slash Carly. Um, no, I meant to give it four and a half. Uh-huh. I looked it right after slipped. I did the diary and trained my big fat. Thumbs uh-huh. didn't do a good job, yeah, so I yeah, had to yeah, fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a great movie, card. but it's not a five-star movie. Carla can't own up to her rating changes. She has to blame <laughs> her body. <laughs> her body. <laughs> Carl, what else have you been watching and rating with your thumbs? Um, I watched the Godzilla. The Godzilla. Whatever. The oh, tongue. 
The new one? Yeah. Okay, this is an interesting card because I don't, I wouldn't um, imagine that you have seen much other uh, Godzilla stuff. I don't think I've seen any. And I think okay. the only Kong that I've seen is, of course, Peter Jackson's. We love <laughs> so much. King Kong. Like, is it just called King Kong? Yeah. I don't know. Peter Jackson's okay. King Kong. Thank you. Was that like 2006? I hope so. That sounds exactly right. King Kong, 2006, Peter Jackson, four hours long, Jack Black. Yeah. Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts, King Kong. Adrian, whatever. One of the worst movies ever made. You're wrong. <laughs> Adrian Brody's in that movie? Yeah, he's the main guy. Oh, my God. Jack Black is the main guy, dude. No. Oh, God. No. I don't remember. There's like three and a half hours of that movie I don't remember, but I'm sure it's great. It sucks when they get back to New York or whatever. Mm. Yeah, New York, obviously. Um, I don't like that part. I like when they're in the jungle and there's big bugs. N- nothing. You're describing Prometheus really? or something to me. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, big bugs. Yep. You're crazy. Is King Kong the most Prometheus-like movie that isn't Prometheus? Yes, no. No. What is Carly? It would have to be something set in space. Because it needs that, like, clean look about it. But Prometheus isn't set in space. It's set on an alien planet. That's what... Well... It's set in a spaceship for a lot of it. By, by, by this logic, then a <laughs> also, movie set on Earth is in space. Currently. The justification of it's not space and it's an alien planet is so crazy. <laughs> Regardless, we love King Kong. You yeah. haven't seen the sequel, Kong Skull Island. Oh, no, I screwed up. I logged the wrong Godzilla movie on Letterboxd. <laughs> Shoot. Carly's letterbox foibles Shoot. coming to the fore on this episode of Carly's on the Windows. Where oh, no. is the quality control, Carly? I don't know. Um, it was really fun, but it was pretty <laughs> the bad. Movie, not yeah. trying to rate it on Letterbox. No, that part apparently was difficult, okay. I guess. Um, have you seen it? I forget. Did you watch it? No. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. Yeah, it was like so dumb. Um, yeah. but there were several moments that I thought were very fun and I had a good time overall. Um, and I was like bewildered for most of it, which was kind of a nice feeling. Um, and the acting is it goes in so many different directions. <laughs> Number one, I hate to tear down a like hey, hey, young no. woman, but no. I don't think Millie Bobby Brown is talented at all. Oh and I God. think we had this like weird brain fart as a people that like because she doesn't talk in Stranger Things Carly. that she's a great actress. Just or keep something. talking, dude. Just keep digging this hole deeper, dude. <laughs> this is a Nola Holmes you're talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get torn apart, dude, when this episode goes up. On the message boards. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think she kind of stinks. Um, but everyone else is really fun. Rebecca Hall, who I think is a super talented actress, makes I don't Yeah. Every way that she talks in this makes no sense to me, and that's also really fun. Cool. Um <laughs> That's about all I have to say. Okay, we're talking about, of course, King Kong uh Godzilla versus Godzilla versus Kong. Just Kong? I think so, no? 
Hmm. I don't know. But this is our boy, uh, Wingard. Yes. Yeah. So immediately after that, I watched Blair Witch again. That's awesome. Yeah. Which did you like more? Oh, good question. Mm. I think I really like Blair Witch a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really like Blair Witch a lot. Yeah. I'm curious as to why most people seem to not like Blair Witch a lot. I don't know. I think any time I, ugh, I, the attitude of like, if something has to do with something that's beloved, we have to hate it yeah. really bugs me. Yep. And I think it sucks and it doesn't serve anybody. And I don't know why we do it. And like, I don't want to just like discredit everyone's opinion based on that idea, but it feels like that's a lot of it. I agree with you in this extremely specific case, but I'm sure there's 8 billion cases of me having that exact viewpoint. Out there, so it's hard for me <laughs> okay, to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I get where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah. I just don't get like, I, I guess it's maybe fair to compare something, but it, it just feels like there's automatically so much like negative baggage being brought in to certain things. Yeah, I think it doesn't help that it's so closely hues to the original movie, which I think really works for yeah. it. But I can see why people are like, well, this is, you know, it's just doing that again, but worse, which it is. Yeah. I mean, there's also maybe the argument that it's not a very good movie, which like. Is That's fair. Fair, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it, though. <laughs> Me too. It's really, really fun. Um, and I just think like I'm so pro Adam Wingard now, and I guess I have been the entire time. It's insane to me that he went from making like these really cool sort of quirky thrillers to like this now. But go him, I don't know. Like if I had to choose someone to make dumb blockbusters, it seems like that's a good choice. Yeah, you're 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 playing uh, bridge with the devil here, Card, because <laughs> I feel like. That is the route that all directors are now taking. And I don't like it because it means that all that's happening is interesting directors are making dumb blockbusters that aren't interesting. Like, Is, is this movie Donkey Kong versus Godzilla at all interesting? Um, so, yes. Okay, so I, okay. like I don't know how to directly answer that because it's like interesting and in, it's interesting because I can see the things that I like about Adam Wingard in it mm, in a fun mm, way. Okay, but I want to go back and I completely, completely agree with what you like. I hate that it's like what like a um yeah Barry Jenkins is now going to do Lion King two live action yes. or like it's just like. That's a nightmare to yeah. me, but that is so different also than I think like the dude who made your next, which I think is a really, really good horror movie, but it, it isn't like, I don't know. It's not like speaking to me on some <laughs> spiritual level or something right. doing one of these than it is like, yeah, Barry Jenkins who could be making art that like changes people's lives in a material way. Right. Or did you like the writer? Then check out the new yes. Marvel movie coming <laughs> right, to theaters exactly. soon. Yeah. Like, what? And somehow that becomes like the mark of like, you did it, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, I, I get it. But like that never works out. I feel like. I feel like it might work out the best for Adam Wingard. Yeah. Because I think he has those sensibilities already. Yes, exactly. 
I don't think he's an auteur in the way that, and that's not a bad thing at all. I think he makes fun, interesting, usually little movies, and now he's yeah. given a budget. And it sounds like it's not, <laughs> like, I don't, I guess I don't want him wasted on this movie I'll never watch because it just sounds like giant monsters fighting each other. And that doesn't seem like it. I don't want anyone to direct that movie, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't, it's not fun to me. I don't know. Yeah, I like, I guess it's, I liked having a blockbuster to enjoy that's not a Marvel movie sort of thing. Like, I don't. Yeah, but that's so crazy. That's true. I know, but look, look, where are we, Car? I don't know. We're in hell. Like, thank you, this boon. A blockbuster movie that doesn't have Marvel characters in it. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. I mean, we'll have some good things coming in terms of blockbusters that aren't Marvel movies, but sure. we have to wait until, like, August or whatever. I don't know. Is that when Space Jam 2 comes out? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did you see the Space Jam 2 trailer? No, I have absolutely no interest in that. I am not a Space Jam person. That doesn't do anything for me. That was my glasses that I took off. (laughs) Are you now sort of, you're like gripping your brow and like rubbing your eyes? No, I'm rubbing my temple. Yeah, my right temple. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Carly, let me tell you exactly where you went wrong. Ugh. First of all. Yeah. Can we talk about the Space Jam 2 trailer? Sure. Looks so bad. Really? (laughs) Looks so bad. Did you see Ready Player One card? No, 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 no. Would you like to? Because <laughs> that's no. exactly what this trailer is serving up. Um, it looks like. Uh, did you ever see Spy Kids three? I believe so. Where it's a video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what this whole movie looks like. Okay. So that's where we're starting. That's like the. That's base insane of the dish. because it shouldn't look like that anymore. No, no movie should ever look like that. Right. Only a Rodriguez film should look like that. Sure. I, maybe. Um, so that's like the uh, that's like the bread, you know, that's like that's what we're constructing the sandwich with. And then. The Looney Tunes, you're familiar with Space Jam. For you to say the Looney Tunes in such a serious way is really funny. If I may. And then. (laughs) The tunes of Loon are in this film, yes? Yeah. They're drawn, and this is so interesting to me, Carly. Okay. They're not drawn like we, me and you, or anyone prior to us would recognize them. You know, it's not that art style. It is a very modern take on the Looney Tunes. Okay. And that makes so much sense to me because kids, when they think of, you know, Bugs Bunny, they're thinking of Bugs Bunny, if at all, in the context of like a modern, whatever the modern version of Bugs Bunny is. And that freaks me out, but I have to come to terms with that. Is there a modern Bugs Bunny? Yes. Is there really? Yes. Oh, okay. There was actually a pretty cute one where it was like him and uh, Daffy Duck were like roommates and they would like bicker with each other and was kind of drawn in sort of a more flat kind of like, like a, like a sitcom-y kind of way. That was kind of fun, but 
That yeah. sounds kind of cute. I don't know. We, we of course, went and watched Space Jam, the original, after viewing the trailer <laughs> for Space Jam 2. And it's just, you know, it's just, like, hand-drawn. Like, it looks nice. Yeah. And then you have, yeah. like, this kind of what I consider kind of a Garbo kind of flash animation style. But that's besides the point because card, what they're doing with this film mm-hmm. is exploding the concept where now it's like all the Warner brothers properties are coming in. So you have the iron oh, giant no. and LeBron James no. running away from no, a meteor no, strike no, or no, something. No, crap. no, 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 and no, no, no. If you'll remember Ready Player One was basically that and also had the Iron Giant. So what you have is this version of Ready Player One starring LeBron James that looks like the third Spy Kids movie. Carr, how much money would you pay for an HBO Max subscription (laughs) now? Unfortunately, I'm already paying for one. What of your favorite Warner Brothers properties are you excited to see in Space Jam 2? I don't want to be forced to think about things I like in terms of which company owns <laughs> What property would you love to see on right. the big screen? Yeah. No, I have no interest the in The Matrix? Culture. No, 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 no. Hmm. Nope. But it's got LeBron James and Don no. Cheadle as the bad guy. No, I, yeah, I like Don Cheadle. His name is Algie Rhythm. Algie Rhythm, because he's like a, uh, like a, he's like a computer. AI yeah. thing because his son doesn't want to play basketball and he's like LeBron James my father I don't want to play basketball and he gets sucked into the computer and then the Iron Giant is there and they play basketball <laughs> I'm so excited Car, you don't sound excited no I can't tell you how excited I am okay well Space Jam 1 is a <laughs> no. lot of fun still <laughs> okay yeah I've seen Space Jam 1 Probably more times in the last two years than I had. Oh, no. <laughs> Any time prior to that. Why so many? I love Space Jam. Really? I don't think I knew that. No, I don't love Space Jam, but I think it's it goes by so quick. If you want to kill 80 minutes of your day. Which I always do. <laughs> <laughs> like that, Carly. Like, you press play on Space Jam. And 80 it's minutes a way to there. wish life away faster. <laughs> And spend time with your favorite characters, including Michael Jordan. I love those properties. Bill Murray. (laughs) So good. Okay. The Monstars. No, nothing. The... Um, the one thing I want to say about Space Jam is the opening credits are This is not the one thing that you wanted to say about Yes, it is. (laughs) This is like 10 minutes into Space The one additional thing I would like to say. (laughs) Okay. The opening credits go on for about five minutes. Mm. And it's just that Space Jam song over footage mm. of Michael Jordan playing basketball. And it's amazing. That sounds kind of fun, actually. It just keeps going forever. Yeah. Hey, DJ. So good. Anyway, Kari, what were we talking about? Oh, Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. No, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Oh, I had a question for you regarding it. Though. Oh, OK. I heard there was like a cameo. At the end, did that make any sense to you or was there one or like did it hit for you at all? Oh, I can't think of who that was. Yeah. Mm, so no. Okay. <laughs> I, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What do you think the Godzilla audience looks like at this point? Mm, I it, don't know. It's like a <laughs> bro thing. Mm, like, I don't know anyone who's into Godzilla, I guess. Right. I know people who are into Gojira. Okay. 
But there's this like trilogy of American Godzilla movies now. And I feel yeah. like this is the new Fast and Fur- Furious or something. So I, okay, my only, I, again, I can't attest to this. I don't know anyone who's into these movies, but <laughs> every time I've seen a trailer for one of these in a theater, I thought it looked really fun. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I think they make the type of monster and like, um, you know, the world's going to end because of this monster that they do is like fun to me. <laughs> and I think they do get a really good cast each time, which is also fun to me. We got through that sentence. Yep. OK. Um, what else have you been watching, Car? Um, I watched Shiva Baby, which is very. Oh, <gasps> oh my God. Okay. I just realized I didn't do the spreadsheet. Oh, my um, God. I'm canceled. So I'm canceled. This is the third week in a row you've sabotaged. No, I didn't know. Stop it. Stop it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Okay. okay. Anyways, we're not there yet. Um. Jesus Christ, I'm canceled. Um, you know what really bugs me about that card? <laughs> yeah. It's not just the disrespect you show me when you do that, <laughs> but the unprofessionalism. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, it's, yes, I watched Shiva Baby, which was so good. I had such a... Um, it wasn't really a good time. It was a tense time. Okay. Um, I don't know. I thought they did like the whole concept of this, as we've read several times, I believe at this point is, um, this like 20, early twenties gal played by Rachel Senate, who is the reason I was very excited to see this, um, is going to a Shiva for someone she doesn't really know at all. And her ex-girlfriend is there. Who's also this girl that she like grew up with. And surprisingly, her um, sugar daddy. And she's sort of lying to many people. <laughs> and her family is suffocating her. Okay. And everything is going very poorly. Um, so it's like, a you know, the tension is building, 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 building sure. sort of thing. Um, and I think they do the suffocating part of it really well. Like they, They're not they actually- do a lot of... Suffocating. No, they're not choking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I make that clear. You know, this is a this is an audio podcast. It can be kind of hard to visualize yeah. this stuff sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's like a lot of like a relative will sort of pop out of the door and will block the doorway while they ask her questions. And it's like she totally doesn't have her life together. So it's like them being like, oh, what are you doing? What's your major? And she's like, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. and things kind of get worse and worse and worse. And I think they do a really good job of. You just feel so bad for this girl. Like she. <laughs> yeah, I like she, because. Um, I don't want I guess I don't want to I don't want to do spoilers, but sure. like it. The moral grounds of some of the decisions she make get a little bit choppier as time goes on. Okay. And she's having to like deal with those realizations in real time at this terrible family event. And <laughs> she's great. like sort of trying to do. She just has no clue what she's doing at all. And she keeps screwing up and sort of making things worse. But she's also like 20 years old or something. And it's just too much for someone to sort of 
make those sorts of decisions. And I think they do all of that so well. And I think this actress, like, just absolutely nails that balance of, like, going back and forth between, like, feeling... She displays, like, guilt, I think, in a really effective way. And then, like, balances between that and just being absolutely chaotic and... Mm. um. <laughs> Yeah. Chaotic, I guess, is the best word for it. Um, So I highly, highly recommend. I had, like, a a very good time, and the cast is really, really, really good. I saw a screenshot that had the dude from uh, the movie we watched uh, shoot a serious man. Is that true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that dude plays her dad. Excellent. Yeah, he's. Su- I mean, like, truly, all of the cast is very, very good in it. Are you like folding origami in the back? Stop. <laughs> huh. No. Okay. Where did you watch Don't that? Don't say huh. Um. Oh. Um. So. Oh, I also watched Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. Uh, you can't, you can't sell me on Andy Samberg movies. You just can't. It's impossible. I know. You just can't. So, do it. so I have to pretend that you are someone who's open to Andy Samberg um, as I'm talking about this. I thought this was a really funny movie. Okay. And like, very well done. Um, yeah, they just like nail so many, so much of the stupid, stupid, stupid stuff around being this type of, I guess, musician and like personality in sure. our current time. Like they, one of my favorite sort of ongoing bits is um, he's the he's sort of like the face of the boy band, and they break up. They were three, and then they become two, and the other guy is Akiva. He becomes the, like, DJ, but he's really just playing off of, like, an iPod classic the entire time. That's beside the point. At a certain point, Andy Samberg's character suggests that the DJ wears, like, one of the stupid helmets, like, a la Marshmallow or something. Sure. Dead mouse. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's clearly just a way to cover his face. And he, like, at one point falls down a set of stairs because of the <laughs> I think that's really funny. I'm um, struggling, Car. I'm struggling. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, like, exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a parody of, like, a million different sort of personalities all put in one. Tim Meadows is really, really wonderful as their manager. He's very, very funny. Um, yeah. It was, and the like songs were fun, I thought. Marielle Heller makes a guest appearance, which was lovely. I think, Car, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it if Andy Samberg didn't also have a music career where he makes really awful <laughs> music. It does sound like it. Not that the songs are Lonely Island songs. Right. But they, you hear Lonely Island, of course, because yeah. he he voices that as well. Yeah. I just don't... <laughs> I don't find any of the Lonely Island stuff funny. So if it's just a movie version of that, I just... I'm like it's lost. not like... I, I don't... I don't love the Lonely Island stuff. It would be insane if I did, I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a revelation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole side of but you. But I don't... Like, I don't hate it. But okay. these are... Like... A, 
there's just some really good jokes in them. Like they do a rip off of uh, the terrible Macklemore same love song. Sure. Where it's just like the most like um, inve- not invaluable in that it's valuable, but like of no value <laughs> message about same sex marriage ever. It's sure. just like so stupid. Um, and I thought that was really funny as well. Like I, would, it's just a genuinely funny movie. I think um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Lots of good cameos that are really fun to see. They got so many people, like actual people in the music industry and everything. That was hmm. fun each time that sort of happened. Um, yeah, that's about it. Would you say this or Walk Hard? Walk Hard? Oh, Walk Hard, I think. Walk yeah. Hard is so fun. Walk we actually hard. watched a clip of Tim Meadows and Walk Hard after it because that bit where it's like he's... <laughs> trying to get him to do marijuana yeah. like, or not do marijuana <laughs> yeah you right, don't want right. this yeah <laughs> there's no there's no you don't get addicted <laughs> whatever yeah it's really funny yeah walk hard is so good and then there's just parts that are just like it just bombs out but you just don't remember them you're just like yeah just remember fine. the good stuff that's I all think most of it's good like the first time i watched it was maybe like a year ago and i had a great time with it yeah no, I like it a yeah. lot. I just think towards the end, it just kind of like loses the plot. And this was like, yeah, he's like sawing the plant or whatever was happening. <laughs> yeah. He has so many kids car. So anyway. Yeah. Do I get to talk about animal crackers now? What? <sighs> I watched animal crackers. I don't know what that is. OK, well, I went on the Criterion channel. I had a I, I had a little uh, a little um, dollop of time, you know. A dollop of time. <laughs> because I'm transferring uh, eight millimeter tapes to my computer. But you know what the fun thing um, is with analog tapes, car? Hmm. You can't just drag a file. You have to just play the tape. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't use my computer for about two hours at a time while these tapes really transfer. sucks. So I'm like, well. <laughs> so I went on the my, my, my television and I, I went to the Criterion channel, which is a streaming service where you can watch bad movies and they have this big uh banner up front where it's like we have the marx brothers movies now car okay you're with me so far so mm-hmm. i've never seen a marx brothers movie so i uh i i'm like hmm i'm intrigued hmm let me check letterbox which one has the best star rating uh <laughs> considering how many viewers of course have seen each one and uh i can't do the top one because i want to have some clout you know mm-hmm. i'm chasing clout so i have to do something so no duck I'm soup i'm not doing duck soup i'm doing animal crackers <laughs> okay uh i found it completely unwatchable uh <laughs> just like amazingly bad in a way where I don't trust Letterbox, Like, it's one of those situations where it's like, wait a second, everyone's lying on here. Okay. Or stupid. I think it's one of those movies that has a reputation and then people just, like, run with that for some reason. Or it's like, I grew up with this movie because my parents or something. So they gave it, like, four stars. And it's like, what? Yeah. Um, I couldn't describe it to you, Car. It's like people doing dad jokes hmm. for, like, an hour and a half. Um, and it's it's from 1930. Mm-hmm. But it feels like no one knew what a movie was. But I know they did because <laughs> movies have been made right. before 1930. But it does something I've never seen in a professional film before where people are talking and then mid-sentence it cuts to a different take of that scene 
<laughs> but the audio keeps going. Okay. It looks crazy. <laughs> you can't do that in a movie, but they do. No. And they were so pushing much. the limits early on. <laughs> I watched movies from the 1880s and they had that stuff figured out already, Car. <laughs> That's true. Um, and there's like constant noise. Like they didn't know what a quiet set was yet. Hmm. So there's just constant like rustling noises in the background. It's a it's a trip car. Uh, and it's just all like it's just, yeah, it's just dad jokes. And then one of the other Marx brothers comes in and like falls over. It's like, but it's like an hour okay. and a half. Yeah. Were there any like any redemption here? Anything? Yes. that was Like, oh, that's cool. OK. Harpo. Harpo Marx. I like him. I think it's Harpo. He doesn't talk. Uh, but he whistles and there's just one part where he's just like half naked at this extravagant party and then there's this rack of guns and he just starts taking guns out the rack and like shooting at stuff and then like <laughs> funny gags where stuff interacts with him shooting at it and it's just crazy because it's just this guy just like waving this hunting rifle around at this party I don't know it worked on me but that was like five minutes into the movie and then it's like it's downhill <laughs> Well, it's just like there's a scene where they're playing canasta or something and you can tell it's one take, but it's like so it's not one take in like a look at this impressive one take. It's like one take where it's like <laughs> we're not going to cut this take no matter what happens. So it's just, it's just like this, We have to push through. There's this mistakes happening. At one point, a character calls a different character the wrong. He calls... He calls Groucho Marx his character's name. <laughs> and then Groucho is like reacting to it and not in character. And that's just like part of the movie. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, it, it was a rough watch, I would say. So like if you had to go inside the mind of a high letterbox reviewer and it yeah. wasn't and they hadn't like grown up with it. Do you think you could identify like why they liked it? Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if we have to assume that's not of sentimental value. Sure. No, I, I get what you're asking. I just can't put myself in that position. I mean, okay. it doesn't have, it's not impressive for the time, you know, like it has none of yeah. that going on. So it's just like 1930s style humor. Yeah. So if you're into that, I don't know. Or you like the Marx Brothers, I guess. And there's like that bleeding into it somehow. But That feels like that must be yeah, at least a good portion of it. But this was my first introduction to the Marx Brothers and I just found it completely impenetrable. So it's like, huh. You watched the whole thing. I watched the first, let's say, hour and 10 minutes. And then something <laughs> happened and I just let it play basically while I <laughs> attended to something else. <laughs> yeah, that's um, fair. So, no, I did not, I guess, fully witness animal crackers, but I feel okay about it. Yeah, that seems fine. That would not recommend <laughs> that film. Car, what else have you been watching? I think that might be it on my oh end. Oh, my God, Car. Well, come on. Uh, Top Chef is back. That's really oh, nice. sort of exciting for me. Um, <laughs> but you can't oh, I re oh, sorry. You can't uh, put that on Letterboxd. You can't let other people know, know that you've seen it. So why watch I'm it? saying it here. I've seen Top Chef. I've seen almost all of the seasons now. And it's a great, 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 great television program. 
<laughs> Letterbox is going to pull that out of this podcast. And be like, okay, add it to your profile now. Yeah, I do have one more. I watched The Mummy again. We love The Mummy. You know what? We actually love cars. The Mummy Returns, the second one. Yes. So that's what I discovered upon this watch because I had all of these moments that I was so excited for and none of them happened. Right. The little tiny mummies chasing them with the little blow darts. Oh, I forgot about that. That's in the second one. Yeah. The bugs. There are bugs under skin in this, but there's the one where it's like it's just all of the bugs under his skin when he's like in the pit or whatever. Yeah. I can't handle that crap. Oh, I think that's fun. I that's one of those like body horror things that really like <laughs> nope, not having fun in this movie anymore. That could totally be the source of it also, because we yes. watched it so many times as little kids. Yeah, yep, that's a primal memory. It was watching <laughs> the mummy too. <laughs> that is so like that belongs in the Lion King 2 sort of club of like Yeah. For I mean, Lion King 2 we own. Did we own Mummy Returns? No, I think we just rented it a lot or something. Yeah, it's so weird. Because <laughs> Lion King 2 makes sense because we owned it, so we could just watch it again and again and again. But why Mummy Returns? Who knows? I have a very distinct memory of watching the first one as a kid and being like, this is crap. <laughs> 2 is way better. <laughs> I mean, Oops. like, I guess... So I will have to give Mummy Returns another go and report back, but Uh-oh. I didn't think one... One was fun. Yeah. But it's nowhere near the highs that I remember in Mummy Returns. Oh, Car, don't go back to the Mummy too. You're just going to make yourself sad. That's no, all that's going to be. I will enjoy it. I love the idea of late 90s, we're going to make an action blockbuster starring <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. That idea. I think like earlier that day, I'd seen a tweet about how Brendan Fraser is a himbo. And that also really shaped my viewing experience. He is absolutely a himbo in this movie. Hmm. I think I know what that means. It's just like a dumb, handsome guy. Oh, I can relate. We love Brandon Fraser on this podcast. Remember when yeah. he was on Scrubs and it was sad? No, I don't. Okay. He dies. Of course. And then Scrubs says, where do you think Scrubs. we are? Scrubs. And then angry Scrubs says, oh, because they were brothers, you see. I don't know, man. Um, You're anyway, no Superman. yeah, that's what I watched. What did you watch besides Animal <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm trying to think. I've been trying to edit the stupid video together. I don't know. It's taking forever. You know? Yeah. I felt kind of overwhelmed this week. I didn't really feel like sitting down and watching movies. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes I feel like I only watch movies out of obligation, and that doesn't feel good. (laughs) You gotta do what floats your boat, dude. No, I know. Yeah. Watch some Top Chef. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Movies are... They're the easiest of this because it's a set amount of time. Yeah. That works very well for me in my brain where I'm like, okay, I can spare 97 minutes. Right. But sometimes I get more enjoyment out of just being done watching it. And, you know, I've seen that movie now than I seriously watching it, which feels bad. When I feel like that, I'm like, I know I keep saying it, but really that's what Top Chef is, is the antidote to that, where it's like sure. every minute I'm watching, it feels like a good minute and I'm so happy. <laughs> and then I kind of feel bad after. Right. Because you have nothing to show for that time. <laughs> well, 
it's just not. No, I, it's making me a little bit better, but not. You know, I'm not like becoming a new person by watching Top Chef. It's making you better in any way, Top Chef, watching Top I'm Chef. I'm learning about food. Okay. All right. That's like watching Pawn Stars and being like, I'm learning about money. No, 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 no. I'm watching Tank Bros or whatever, whatever that show is. I'm Top learning Chef about is, fish. <clears throat> I think that Top Chef is the highest quality reality TV program out there. I'm learning about hot wings. <laughs> Tom Colicchio did go on Hot Ones and I watched it. Nice. Yeah. Who did? Tom Colicchio, he's the head judge on Top Chef, and he's really great. I what really a meeting like Tom of the minds. Wow. <laughs> did he drink the milk or whatever? I don't know anything about no, it. No, I don't think so. Oh, good. Or bad. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, I love talking about Top Chef with Carly. Yeah. I wish I had someone to talk about Top Chef with. Dude, let's freaking do it. Remember when we were going to watch Love Island UK? <laughs> I do we had it all planned out, but that was never going to happen because that's such a nightmare. No, no that would be insane. I was that is the <laughs> maximum what I'm talking about, where like I was so happy when I was watching it. Yeah. And at the end of every episode, it was like I was filthy. Right. It's like drinking Mountain Dew or something. It's like, oh, this feels yeah. good at, at the in the moment. Top Chef is as close as I can get with virtual virtual. What virtual are talking reality. about? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't, it doesn't make me feel rotten. The first, like, a few seasons do, but after that, it gets good. What changed? Um, They got less, like, trying to be, like, reality TV. <laughs> okay. Like, they, they made it less, less about, like, yeah, less, like, being mean to each other. Right. Now they're, like, I mean, that's the other nice thing. They're all super nice to each other, and that makes me really happy. Now they are here to make friends. Yeah, kind of. Yay! Nice. And now I follow so many of them on Instagram and they're Holy all friends cow. together. Moving yeah. on. What movies We've are coming deep. out, Car? Okay, so here we go. This is... Maybe this will work better. Should hmm? I open the spreadsheet? No, 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 no. No. So you well, don't, I don't know. You don't want me to read things. Well... That's what I'm saying. You would have here. to open the links. <sighs> so Voyagers is coming out. What is this, Car? <laughs> I'm opening... The source material. But I need to read it in fun voices. Well, then open the source material. Well, fine, but I don't know where it is. I link to it on the spreadsheet. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> this is going well so far. Yeah. How okay, are we so going to do guess? I know. We can't. It's just not possible. Okay. Also, I don't see the link. Oh, it's over to the right there. I see Yes, it. yes, yes. <laughs> this is a little inside baseball here, folks. <laughs> Which one are we doing? Voyagers. Voyagers <laughs> nationwide on April. <laughs> this is different. You must like edit this something when you. I don't use the descriptions here because they're too long. But I love this is crazy. This is really interesting to me because there is like the Carly approved description at the bottom right. here. Can oh. I read? Can I read the like not Carly approved description? Sure. I do want it to be known. Set the record. I don't yes. use that description either. So what do you do? I Google around. Oh, that's way more work than I would put into. So I would just be like, <laughs> I don't know. I want it to be good and guess. Because then that's also how I get a lot of the guesses is I'm like looking at who's in it and who directs it and stuff, which I guess it says here. But, you know, pictures are nice. 
Um, so here's the format that firstshowing.net would have you believe is the best way to experience this, okay? This is not Carly approved. Quote, you're not feeling what I'm feeling. End quote. Lionsgate has debuted a full-length official trailer for Voyagers, the latest from director Neil Berger. Limitless, the illusionist. What a lineup to have as your credits. This is such a kinky no. and wild premise. No. A bunch of perfect teens born on a spaceship go crazy with sensation once they realize they're being drugged to not have any feelings. This is just they did opposite of Limitless, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is such a kinky and wild premise. Teens. <laughs> The cast Perfect teens. <laughs> a crew of astronauts, like we're, I love this like hard reset of the description yeah. that happens halfway through. A crew yeah. of astronauts on a multi-generational mission descend into paranoia and madness, not knowing what is real or not. <laughs> the cast features Ty you can't Sheridan, do this. Lily Rose Depp, Fionn Whitehead, Shantae Adams, Isaac Hempstead Wright, Vivek Kalra, Archie Medekwe, Quintessa Swindell, Madison Who, and Colin Farrell. Poor Colin. <laughs> quote, get ready to have your ship rocked. End quote. From this trailer, this could turn out either awesome or terrible, semicolon. And I'm hoping there's more to this than just kids going wild, period. Go for launch, period. I love the editorializing no. car. No. I need I'm more I'm sorry to Alex. That. Alex seems like a nice guy, but no. Is that who wrote this? Alex yeah. Billington, March 15th, yes. 2021, Source YouTube? Yeah. Imagine um, your job, car. Hold, hold that thought. Yeah. Your job is to work for firstshowing.net where you... Watch a YouTube video and then try to cobble together a paragraph about it. Yeah, it actually sounds kind of nice. And you're able to write, this could turn out either awesome or terrible and get yeah. paid for a car. Yeah. Okay. Um, unrelated, I just remembered <laughs> Imogen Poots is in Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, and she is hilarious. And <laughs> it was nice to see her in something where she's not like dead eyed the entire time. Right. Yep. Okay. Um next. <laughs> next, we're not done. There's a whole nother description. No, we can't do this. You get to do that for one of them. We can't do it. This for is all the of them. one. Okay, fine, fine. With a future No, I don't want to do it. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are either. I know who Lily Rose Depp is, and so do you. Yeah. And Colin Farrell. <laughs> and the guy in this sort of, you know, in the preview for the trailer looks very familiar. He does, yeah. Is it Ty Sheridan? Okay. What's up next? It is Car? Ty Sheridan who was in Ready Player One. Oh, um, no. Mud. Which I did see. Oh, I thought that was the next movie we're talking about. No. Okay. No. Which movie are we talking about next, Car? Um, <laughs> held <laughs> in theaters and VOD. You know what's funny? What? Last night we watched a YouTube video with like 20,000 views where it was like 
upcoming films, April 2021. <laughs> and it was just trailers for all these movies, so I know what all these movies are already. Oh, really? That's yeah, they all look terrible. Um, is this, this was another Alex Billington joint. Um, starting with a quote once again, you will not leave the house again, end quote. Uh, stuck at home thriller held an intriguing thriller. I don't think Alex is a very good writer. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We're using the word. Wait. Oh Uh, my God. Just read the last like line, you know, like line and a half. Let's just call it good there. Can I start a little before that? Fine. The strange masked man with the microphone is the strangest part right. about this. Yes. I'm curious to find out what's going on, exclamation point. <laughs> I can't. I can't. What about you? <laughs> dot, 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 question mark. Yeah, that's fun. This is insane, Car. There's been this gold here this whole time, and we've never, <laughs> we've never even delved in. I do kind of like, you know, this like stone, stone face thing. That's kind of cool looking. That is the plus side to this is I get to see the, uh, the poster and everything as we're looking at it. Let's move on. Okay, very good. Um, Mafi. Yes. Is coming out. This is another Theaters Alex and Vod. I don't know what to do with this. It's all Alex Billington, so it all has the same uh, yeah. structure here where it starts with a quote, do whatever you can to stay invisible. You, have you seen the trailer for this? No. If this was footage from Beau Traval, I would be like, okay, sure, yeah. Oh, really? I've never seen a movie resemble another movie more than this movie resembles Beau Traval. Interesting. Yeah, and it's, I guess sort of similar premise as well. Um, the story follows a young man named Nicholas Vanderschwart in 1981 South Africa who must complete his brutal and racist two years. Well, well, maybe not all the same. (laughs) Two years. I feel like (laughs) the Alex uh, editorialization may be seeping in here or something. I don't think that's how they would describe it. But uh, two years of compulsory military service while desperately maintaining the secrecy of his homosexuality. A critical commentary on South Africa and on the struggle to be true to yourself. Stars a bunch of people no one's ever heard of. Um, there's an emotional urgency to the story built around compassion and understanding. No question for the audience on that uh, Alex Millington uh, description. That's kind of a bummer, Alex. Kind of uh, slack in there a little bit. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah. We're making um, good time. Thunder Force? Yeah. What is this? No. Maybe Netflix shouldn't make movies, Car. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Alex Billington asks of Thunder Force, how can we not stop two chicks in their 40s? Question mark exclamation point. Uh wacky that was a quote. Yes. Yes, Alex is not asking <laughs> yes. us that question. Right. He's repeating it. Uh, wacky superhero comedy, Thunder Force. Melissa McCarthy working her husband. Alex. You gotta see um, Ma. <laughs> what at some did point. you just say? You gotta see Ma. Okay. What? What? In why? What? Ma? What are you talking about, Car? Another movie starring Octavia Spencer. Okay, very good. I was talking about Melissa McCarthy, which is why I was lost when you started oh, referencing okay. Ma. Uh, following the flop, Super Intelligence. 
some more editorializing. This looks like one of those. Everyone is having fun making this. <laughs> the grammar and the the use. I feel of, like we're roasting Alex, and I feel bad about it. It's his or her job to do this car. Yeah, well, they're getting paid. That's fine. Not that many movies come out. This is not a forty-hour-a-week job, car. Maybe they're freelancing. Okay, but let me just read this last sentence. This looks like one of those everyone dash is dash having dash fun dash making dash this no dash movies that isn't actually that fun to watch. Yeah. Written by an AI, 99% sure. There is an ad at the bottom, gross celebrity couple age gaps nobody likes to acknowledge, and it's Ross from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It must be on? listening to me because one of mine is Millie Bobby Brown's new role has Marvel fans freaking out. <laughs> is she playing Spider-Man or something? What's going I on? I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to click on the ad. Um, let's get through the end of this card and never do it this way ever again. Yeah, I am Alex, sorry. Alex Billington is here to tell you about the tunnel. Oh, shoot. Hmm. I had such an experience scrolling on this because this sort of intro screenshot of this woman with pink pink hair yes. she's looking over her shoulder she's, she's in some scared. sort of tunnel like a yeah and similarly tunnel. the trailer has this sort of moody vibe to it and then i look i look at the poster and it looks awful <laughs> this poster <laughs> uh they're like riding the smoke monster from lost <laughs> out of a tunnel and it's called the tunnel yeah okay uh it's your own responsibility to get out uh, but a Norwegian disaster movie called The Tunnel from, ooh, car, give that your best shot. Where? Uh, the Tunnel oh, from Norwegian oh, filmmaker. Pierre. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Norwegian sci-fi short film Holy also called crap. The Tunnel. This is amazing. Um, tanker truck crashes inside a tunnel. People on their way home for Christmas are brutally trapped in a deadly fire Jesus. with a blizzard raging outside and the first responders struggling to get to the accident. It's every man or woman for himself or herself. Will the help get there in time? Starring Thor Bjorn Har. Is now officially getting a VOD release in the US after debuting in Norway in 2019. Might be worth the wait as this looks seriously, comma, Intensely thrilling. <laughs> Not how you I've, use commas, Alex, but that's fine. I have another really good ad. So One it's the <laughs> yeah. it's the famous is... Spider-Man kiss. One of the most fun romantic kisses out there. And the caption is actors who got grossed out kissing their ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one, and I also now have the Millie Bobby Brown one. Yes! The real reason... Anna Ferris had to quit mom. <laughs> she looks so concerned. <laughs> she, she does. She looks like she's doing the New York Times crossword puzzle on her iPad. One more car. No, I thought we were done. No, nope, there is one more. We don't oh, deserve dogs. Oh, oh, it's kind of a cute poster, huh? Alex Billington. Holy writes, moly. This thing is long. What? I'm not going to read the whole thing. Oh, OK. I would like to read this headline. South by Southwest, South by 2020. We don't deserve dogs is sublime doggy dock heaven. Oh, the dog does look so cute. Dogs, comma, man, comma, they're the best. I love dogs. 
I mean space dash space. I italicized love all caps dogs. My favorite animal period. Always the cuddliest period. Always the cutest period. Always your best friend period. Always period. <laughs> no. I had a good feeling that this film would be something special. And I'm glad it is indeed wonderful. <laughs> Car, we need to do a whole episode where we talk about movies like this. Even the pics for it is pretty much perfect. People need dogs, and perhaps they need us. But what do humans do to deserve the unconditional love they provide? A good question. Of course, this film isn't meant to provide an answer. We Don't Deserve Dogs is a beautifully contemplative look at the wonder and glory of dogs. It's astute humanist storytelling combined with animal-loving storytelling at its finest. Is that two storytellings, one sentence? This stuff's hard. Interviews with various people from all over the world accentuate perfectly shot footage of dogs of all kinds. There's also a really emotional score that plays over the entire film. Space dash space. I am sure this will bother some viewers, but it hit me right in the heart and made me enjoy this experience more. (laughs) All of the dogs are so, so amazing. I want to cuddle every last one. There are two more paragraphs. No, 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 we can't. The only kind of dogs not shown are working dogs, police dogs and helpers slash service dogs. But I think that's because they've been seen before in other films. <gasps> Hedy Honigman's buddy, for example. <laughs> and the focus in this is on dogs as our friends. <laughs> oh, this. The, no, we can't keep I, It's going. so good. No. If you watch closely, there's a point to that segment. (laughs) My kind of cinema heaven. Perhaps humans don't deserve dogs after all, but they're a part of our world and we must give them our respect. I can like if someone with a really nice speaking voice read this review, I could fall asleep to this. First of all, thank you. (laughs) Second of all. to say that you don't have a very nice speaking voice. Thank you. This feels yeah. like it was written in like European English and then Google translated yeah. into Italian and then Google translated into American English or something. Yeah. He gave her a 10 out of 10. Or she. Um, oh! Could you use do you have this Woody Harrelson? Oh Carly. Could you use some version of that as the Carly. whatever it's called? What? I don't want to alarm you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the bottom, underneath the rating, yeah. follow Alex on Letterbox. Oh! Wait, does do they run the entire website? Oh my god! For showing down that is just Alex Billington thinking yes. dog documentaries are cool. Alex Billington's favorite films are The Prestige, Willow, The Lunchbox, and Parasite. That's kind of fun. I like Prestige as well. <laughs> that was a great yeah I'm with you Car. hey hmm. how about we just don't talk about upcoming movies ever again okay no I kind of like guess though <laughs> I do I like guess a lot hey what? if you can think of a different segment to do <laughs> this is sort of a natural ending to yes, that segment I think this I think. is where this is the end of uh, freaking midsummer where everything's burning to the ground and we're smiling and looking at it. And then next time we can do something different. Okay. I'll give it some thought. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to miss it though. 
Oh, no. Maybe every once in a while. If I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. And if something seems noteworthy, I can mention it as a casual part of conversation. Of course. Okay. Uh, Alex Billington's letterboxed uh, like banner picture is a shot from The Prestige. Oh, really? That's dude nice. Really that is such Prestige, a fun dude. movie. The Prestige? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really fun. Okay. I'm not the hugest man. Um, Car, what movie are we watching next time? Well, I'm looking here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this is a very, uh, this is like showing up to class and you have to give a presentation. This whole episode has just been kind of like, <laughs> we're working out as we I've go. I've been busy. I know. Um, okay. Well. <laughs> There's just nothing there. Oh, car. Yes. Okay, I'll give you the two options. Yeah. The hours. Mm-hmm. Where Nicole Kidman has the nose. Or no idea what another, any of that means. Okay. Another Nicole Kidman. Guess which one? The others. No. The hours or the others? No. I don't know. Moulin Rouge. Oh, I would rather do Moulin Rouge. I knew it, you stinker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, let's do Moulin Rouge. Okay. 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 I'm going through my, uh, can we do an American in Paris as mine? What's that? Jerry Mulligan is an exuberant American expatriate in Paris trying to make a reputation. It's a musical from 1951 starring Gene Kelly. Sure. Keep the musical thing going. Absolutely. We love musicals. Yeah. You've seen Singing in the Rain, right? No. Oh my God. Can we do Singing in the Rain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like instead? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I would love to do An American in Paris at some point also. But I really would love to talk about Singing in the Rain, which is a movie I hold dear. Okie dokie. And uh, the raccoon anime car. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do, you know, in Photoshop where you can like, they do like that content aware scale where it only preserves the, okay. Photoshop has this thing where you can resize a picture, but it'll preserve the important stuff and get rid of all the non-important stuff. Hmm. I'm going to do that with this podcast and turn it into about half an hour long. How does that sound? What's important? What can you possibly um, note? As I liked important? the Alex Wingard into Space Jam talk. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, that is important. Going through Alex Billington's letterbox profile, I think, was pretty key. Alex, we appreciate you. We that's had a like, good, nice outro. The Alex Billington stuff, that's like mm-hmm. part of the lore of this podcast. You know? Oh, my God. You're like canceled. when you go on the wiki and it'll be like the Alex Billington saga, it'll be like Origins. On April 8th, 2021, Tucker and Carly, Carly hadn't done the spreadsheet. This is actually where Carly really flopped for the first time. (laughs) For the first time. And like the spreadsheet is capitalized and it's a link to a different page on the wiki. (laughs) Carly, let's go home. Yeah. Okay. Okay.